Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. On tonight's episode, we've got the Manitoba Amateur Golfers of the Year. Golf Manitoba making the announcement online because can't have a gala because of a pandemic. Bobby Ewell and Neil Sony talking to us about their big wins on the podcast. Right now, we are joined by the male amateur golfer of the year, Neil Sony of St. Charles Country Club. Congratulations, Neil, and thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show. So, when you found out the news, uh, how did you feel? Um, well, I was definitely really excited and really honored to uh, to hear that I won the award. Um, first of all, a lot of other great golfers that were nominated. Um, a lot of people had really good seasons this year. Um, really happy to hear I won. So, did you do anything to celebrate today? Um, I have not yet. I've actually just had a, a busy day uh, doing school and uh, haven't had a lot of chance to celebrate yet, but definitely going to... Uh, take some time off and just reflect on it a little bit um, this evening, yeah. What are you doing for school? I'm currently uh, in my first year of university at the University of British Columbia. Uh, I'm doing biomedical engineering there, so I've just been a busy first term so far, but it's been good. Well, biomed engineering for sure, that sounds a lot (laughs) pretty busy. So are you here in Manitoba, though, doing classes from home? I am, yeah. They're all, all online classes. Okay, so how have you found, I guess you don't know what it's like to be on a campus yet because this is your first year, but how have you found the schooling to be stuck in your own house? Um, It's definitely a little bit different than I expected and I imagined. Uh, Of course, like the biggest thing being not being able to join the the golf team out there quite yet, but looking forward to doing that next year. Um, Yeah. So let's look back at your summer. You won the 2020 Junior Men's Championship and then you finished second in the men's amateur championship. We'll start with the uh, the transition from the junior men's to the men's. Did you find there to be much of a difference, or is it just you know golf is golf? Um, I'd say that the the first kind of main difference between those two is that the amateur is a four day event versus where the juniors are three. So there's definitely a little bit of a a difference in dynamics when you're playing a four day or three day event. And then obviously, of course, with the amateur, you have a little bit of a deeper field where you got a lot of guys who can shoot really good scores. Um, versus a junior, there's uh, there's still some guys who can shoot great scores, but much le- many less of them. Um, so I guess the expectations are a little bit different when you're entering a, a bigger field like in the amateur, and you don't want to get too ahead of yourself in a, a four-day event um, for sure. Just stay one round at a time and, and hope for the best. What were your expectations heading into the men's amateur championship? Were you hoping to win it, or were you just trying to place well? Yeah, I was. I was hoping to win the event, but of course, you you only want to focus on uh, what you can do. Uh, of course, especially in golf, where you you can't really control all the all the outcomes. So for me, my main goal is just making sure I was staying, uh, you know, each shot at one shot at a time and one round at a time, and and knowing that if I play my best golf, I'll give myself a good chance. So. Looking at the the adjustment from a three day round to a four day round, do you do you get more tired? Do you have to pace yourself a little bit more energy wise, or are you fine playing four days in a row? Um, it's definitely difficult for sure, especially uh, this year with the amateur coming. Just uh, there's only a day in between the junior and the amateur, so it was uh, seven days of competitive golf in in a span of eight days. So it's definitely pretty pretty tiring to try and stay focused for that long uh, out in the heat. But you just gotta 
to make sure you just small, set small little goals for yourself uh, each round and try and stick to those as best as you can. Is it possible that the junior got you tuned up and playing your best heading into that event, though? Uh, pardon me, I think it just cut out a bit there. Did, did the fact that you you played the junior and you won it, though, did that maybe you know set you on a nice roll heading into the men's amateur championship? Oh, yeah, I think so for sure. Um, definitely having some good competition the junior, too. Um, had to play my best to win there for sure. So uh, it was good to have tune up a little bit of competitive golf heading into the amateur, which I think definitely helped. Now, in a normal year, you would have been in a position to represent Manitoba on both the junior men's and uh, men's amateur interprovincial teams. Uh, unfortunately, the national season was canceled. Bit, a bit bittersweet, or do you think, okay, next year I can try to get part of that? Um, yeah, I, unfortunately for me, the for the national junior team, this would have been my last year to participate, uh, just because I'll be turning 19 in the summer next year. So I guess that one stings a little bit more than than the national amateur. But uh, I know definitely with all the things that have gone on in the last year, um, I'm really, really happy to have had at least a little bit of competitive golf. And I think Golf Manitoba uh, did such a great job of allowing us to have still a few competitive events, but making sure they did it in a safe way. Um, but they did a, such a great job, and it was good to have a few events still. How did you get into golf in the first place? Um, so my older brother used to play a little bit of competitive golf as well. So I definitely grew up and, and golfed a little bit with him. And my dad also really loves the game. So I guess just growing up and playing a little bit with family uh, at St. Charles Country Club here in Winnipeg. Um, and then just developed a love for the game and enjoying it even more now. When did you first play? How old were you? I think I was about six or seven years old when I first started playing a bit and then started taking a little bit more seriously when I was about 12. And at what point did you realize you were really good? Um, I think for me, the thing was I, I definitely have always worked really hard on my game, um, but I never really was the, the kid to win all the, the junior events. Uh, but now recently, I think I'm starting to see more results in my hard work that I'm putting in. So I think it's always still just a work in progress and, trying to get a little bit better and better each day and each week. Um, and the work pays off. What would you say is the strongest part of your game? Um, I think probably I'd say my, my iron play uh, and my putting. Definitely uh, those two two things are really, really important to scoring on the golf course. So you got to be able to putt well to win tournaments. And, and I think my iron play is also another, another key point in my game. So you talk about practicing then and working hard to become a better putter how much time do you have to spend on a practice screen um definitely a lot of time i'd say more than than you would in, in other areas of the game and i think for when you're hitting you know when you're hitting a lot of golf balls you can wear out your body you can only hit for so long but you got to make sure you you get enough putting as well so i typically you know like to spend somewhere at least about two or three hours a day uh maybe more if i'm playing on different events with different green speeds and things like that, just making sure you're always staying sharp and, and improving. What do you do in the winter to stay sharp? In the winter, um, it might be a little bit tricky this year, just of course with all the, the restrictions and things we have, but just trying in the winter, I especially try and uh, work on my swing indoors and make sure my, my technique is continuing to improve. And then uh, also in the winter, you can take advantage of your, your strength work in the gym a little bit. So doing those two things, uh, is kind of the main focus while you can't get out on a golf course.
And I guess growing up in Winnipeg, you're you're used to not having 12 months a year to play golf. Yeah, for sure. So looking ahead, then you said you were going to join the the UBC golf team once you know you're, you're able to travel out there. How mm-hmm. important was it to be able to golf while you took classes and were a part of? It was a part of the university experience for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'd say definitely school's always been really, really important to me. So uh, being able to go to UBC and get a, a great education but still have a super competitive golf team, I think, was something that really stood out to me that um, really made it really appealing to go to. Uh, so that was definitely a, a big factor in my decision. Um, but really looking forward to get out there and play with the guys. Now, if you go up against the Manitoba Bisons at any point, are you going to be extra hungry to beat them because they're your hometown team? Uh, yeah, I think there'll there'll definitely be some some good competition. I know we got a few events like the the Canada West University Championships against them, and I uh, I know the the Bison's head coach really well. He uh, actually helps me out with my game a little bit, so there'll be definitely some some good friendly competition in there. Well, let's hope you get to go out there next year for sure. That's a sign that everything's getting closer to back to normal. Neil, appreciate your time tonight, and congratulations again. Yeah, thank you for my, for having me on the show again. Now we are joined by the Women's Amateur Golfer of the Year, and that is Bobby Ewell. Bobby, welcome to the show, and congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so when did you find out about this? Um, I was actually at golf practice when I found out. Um, I knew that the uh, that was being announced like shortly, so I kind of mentioned it to my coach that it was going to be announced, and so she was keeping an eye on it. And then when she saw that the results were up she kind of kind of said to me she's like oh so I know that I know if you want or not I was like are you you gonna tell me and then she she told me that I I did win and what was your reaction I was really excited (laughs) I I kind of I was like at first I didn't believe her I thought she's kind of messing with me and then she was like no no you won and I was like oh my god really and then I got and then all my teammates were like oh congratulations and it was really nice that's awesome. So golf practice, uh, is it just because it's nice out that you're able to, to practice? Or what's the, uh, I guess, what's the situation for you right now with golf? Um, well, we're at, I'm at school in, down in Virginia right now. So we're basically practicing like we'd be having a normal golf season down here. Like we'd be having tournaments, just not having tournaments due to COVID. So it's just a normal practice day at at school, basically. Okay. What are the protocols at school because of the coronavirus? Um, basically, just wear a mask literally everywhere we go, like walking into class, in class, um, in your dorms, not in your actual dorm, but like in the hallways, in the elevators, restaurants, all that kind of stuff, and then just social distancing for sure. And then when we're at, like, workouts and stuff, we also have to wear a mask. When we're at practice, we don't because we're outside and we can, like, stay six feet apart. But all the other sports like soccer, lacrosse, field hockey that are contact, they have to wear masks when they're practicing. But all the sports are are still happening, though, right? Yeah, they're all happening. Just no one's having, um, like, games or anything. It's just practices. Okay, yeah. Because I know up here in Canada... Mm -hmm there's pretty much not even that is allowed right now. Canada West basically canceled everything. Uh, and for those who don't know, you are down yeah. at Longwood University in Farmville, Virginia? Yes. 
And when you first heard the name Farmville, what was your reaction? <laughs> a country town <laughs> with lots of cows. But for someone from Erickson, Manitoba, maybe you thought, hey, that's kind of my place. Yeah, that's kind of exactly what I thought, because I knew it was going to be a small town, and being from Erickson, that's a very small town. I was kind of like, yeah, this is kind of like my scene, and I don't, I never wanted to go anywhere too big, so I found like this is a really homey town, and it's really nice here. So in a world without COVID, what would you do in Farmville, outside of golf and school? Hmm. Honestly, there's not a lot to do in Farmville. <laughs> um... There's like a really cool trail that it's called Highbridge Trail and it's it's an old um railway so it's just like a dirt path now but then it goes out over the river um and you're on like a big old train bridge and it's really high up and it's just really pretty especially if you go at sunset it's just you can see the sunset really nice and it's super nice but other than that there's not a lot to do in Farmville <laughs> I just looked it up the population is about 8000 so that kind of rings true Yep. <laughs> so you're just allowed to, to practice then? How many golf courses are around Farmville? Um, well, we have one, or we have two right in Farmville, and then everything else is like 30, 45 minutes away from here, but that's like Richmond and like Richmond area, and then like Lynchburg area are the main areas. But we travel to Richmond. Um, a few times a semester usually to go play up there just to get a change of scenery every once in a while. So do you know the course in Farmville basically now by like the back of your hand? Yeah, I, I know it very well. Um, this semester, I think I have played the course three or four times a week every week. Um, and this is my third year here. So basically after my first year, I knew it very well. So now I... I can probably walk the entire golf course with my eyes closed and not like walk into a tree or into the water or anything. Well, I mean, especially if you can't really go many other places, this is the the, the spot you golf, right? Especially right now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So let's go back to the summer where you, uh, you won the match play championship at St. Charles. And then you were so close at the women's amateur championship Let's go back. To, let's start with the match play and what you did to to win that tournament. What do you like about the match play setup? Um, I just I've always loved match play. It's just a whole different mindset because in stroke play, it's like, oh, I made a double. There goes two shots. But in um, match play, it's like, oh, I made a double. They made a par. Oops, it's only one. Or I made a triple, they made a birdie, or, like, however it works. Like, it's only one. It's never three or four or any number like that. So, it's a different mindset, and I've always just loved that, where it's, like, it's just one shot. So, if I have a bad hole, I tend to get over it easier, which helps me play better, like, in the long run, which I think is what helped me um, get the win um, at this year at St. Charles, because I was... I forget how many down I was after 11, but I think it was like four, five down after 11 holes. And then I got back being only one down after the first 18. And that was all just because I was like, okay, just one shot at a time. You can do it. Like, 
I just kept, kept telling myself, like, one shot at a time. It's just one shot. And eventually that started working for me, and I started winning the holes to, like, get it back. And then eventually, I just after our lunch break, I just kept doing that, and it, it got me the win. Five and four over defending champion Hannah Diamond, and that mm -hmm. after you were the runner-up the previous two years. So how did that feel to finally climb that mountain? Uh, it was really – it was big because – the last two years, it's been me and Hannah in the finals, and both times the matches were super close. I think both of them were two and one uh, both years is how the match finished. So this year, to be able to come back from behind and pull off the win, especially at being at our home course, and it was just really nice to finally know that I could do it. And I guess third time was a charm for that, too, as well as winning player of the year. And then at uh, the amateur championship at Bell Acres, you finish one shot off the winning score. Bittersweet, or are you still happy with the second place finish? Um, I'm still bittersweet because my putt to tie to force the playoff lipped out, and um, I still remember it like very vividly to this day. And it still like stings a little bit that it didn't drop because it was very very close to dropping a lot of people thought it did drop and it just decided not to go in so it's a little bit sweet but i'll take a second place finish at the am it's still good so what's the golf future look like for you um right now just making my way through college golf so in the spring i think we have four tournaments and then conference as of right now, we'll, we will be playing in the spring, which is really exciting. And then come summer, I have no idea. Probably match play in the amateur for, for sure. Um, but I haven't really thought about what I'm going to be playing. And then just more college golf. And then just see where life takes me from there. How's the schooling going? It's been good. Um, yeah, it's just it's different like with COVID because... Class sizes are reduced, and you have to wear a mask all the time, and you're always far away from people. And some classes are online. I don't have any that are fully online. I have one that's hybrid. So one week I go into class, and the next week I zoom into class, and then I just alternate every week doing that. Um, but other than that, all my classes are in person. and But it's going good. Grades are good, which is key. <laughs> Yeah. Well, remind us what uh, what you're taking. I'm doing athletic training currently. So it's basically physiotherapy, but like the bachelor version of it, like bachelor's degree version. And then I'm going to go into physio um, once I've completed my bachelor's. Well, we wish you the best of luck in all your endeavors. Bobby, congratulations again on this honor and thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you. Tune in to the CGOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 with me, Christian O'Mell, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. It's actually on iTunes now. Wow. If you got an Android, then I dig you're out of luck, but Apple products, you're good. So listen to the podcast. Please subscribe. You can rate it. What's the worst that could happen?